Anyway, welcome to Generation Why I'm Like This. I'm Casey. <laughs> I'm Liz. Uh, and I'm Alec. <laughs> do we need to do that again or we're fine? We're fine? We're good. I we're think good. we're fine. Okay, we're great. And this is... We're pushing through. We're pushing on. <laughs> great. Everyone agrees. Everyone listening agrees. All consensus. Great. Well, this is the podcast where we look back at some of our favorite pop culture moments from our childhoods. And this week, we're talking about another Nintendo 64 game because we're like you know what we're on a roll why not keep it going everyone's happy everyone's great and you know what that means it means it's Majora Mask week I'm not yeah. drunk this is my energy <laughs> because if you were tired of us talking about Zelda last week you're gonna hear it again Majora's Mask is the color of my energy oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah if you were like last week sucked buckle up for another ride Honestly, I'm here. Well, I mean, I like Zelda, but also I'm here for it because I, spoiler alert, I don't know this game hardly at all. Spoiler alert, me either. No. <laughs> spoiler alert, Alec actually didn't have a Nintendo 64. <laughs> spoiler alert, I don't exist. Spoiler alert, this isn't even a podcast. You're just hallucinating. Sorry. <laughs> it's all been a COVID fever dream. <laughs> this wah, is wah. just a bad trip that you've been on. Do, 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 do. Wouldn't be this the first is a time. song. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh, we have already gotten off the rails, so let's get back on some rails. So, <laughs> I didn't, I wanted to start off in you know typical normal fashion of like, what's your experience? What is normal with, with this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Me rambling, trying to find words right now. Mm-hmm, I think that's what's normal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, Liz, what's your experience with um, Majora's Mask? Um, well, this was one that we definitely had for our Nintendo 64, but I definitely didn't beat as per most of my Nintendo 64 games. Uh, But I do specifically remember my babysitter uh, playing this game and like us just watching him play the game because none of us were good enough at it to really get that far. So we would watch our babysitter play and like, so he would come over and I don't know. I remember him getting at least a couple of the masks before we just never played it again. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, I, I feel like I, there's like 20 masks. Sorry. It just sounds really funny. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, he got a few of them. I don't remember how many. I just know that there was like, we definitely, you know, when you had that save bar, there was definitely multiple little pictures of things that we had. You know what I'm talking about? When you look at the save file and like, you can Mm -hmm. see like all the stuff that you have. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I gotcha. I definitely remember thinking that this game was creepy, but I also, I don't know how much of that is influenced by the creepy pasta no, that we're going to talk about. It's creepy. But it's, it is just a creepy game. Like the yeah. game itself mm-hmm. is very creepy. I mean, that moon face is very scary. Yes. Um, thank you. So, <laughs> but I, queen. I feel like ever since I was a kid, I've been like kind of weirdly fascinated with this game because it is creepy, but I also haven't ever gone back and played it. But I'm actually like update from the last episode. I'm currently playing through Ocarina of Time on my Switch, and then I'm going to move over to Majora's Mask. So I'm just finished Dodongo's, um, like what do you call me? <laughs> <laughs> uh, whatever that temple cavern. Um, cavern. Cavern. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, Nothing but love and respect for my president, Dodongo. (laughs) It is funny because I'm playing that game and then, like, in the background, Blair's just like, what are you doing? Like, like, he'll just be like, stop, you're, what are you doing? Why are you, like, why, (laughs) he's like, why aren't you Z-targeting on the enemy? That's how you're supposed to do it. And I'm like, I get it, but I'm just bad at this game. I'm really bad at it. (laughs) Let me be bad at Zelda in peace. Thank you very much, Blair. And not to stay off of it too much of going back but uh i don't know what the phrase i was just trying to say what the (laughs) phrase but because this is like the second zelda game you've played ever right um i played wind waker all the way through and yes you did so i i did obviously breath of the wild i played and i loved and so i was like i need to go back and play some of the older zelda games because i kind of like played a little bit of a lot of the older zelda games but i never really like fully (laughs) played them so i was like Okay, I'm going to play Wind Waker because that was easy to get. And then I played a lot of Skyward Sword, but I didn't finish it because I was kind of getting, like, 
I was that game has too much talking in it. I'm like, I need to stop fucking talking all the time. Skyward just... Sword is like the most lore heavy of the games, yeah. and it's really trying to set up because it was the 35th anniversary game, I think, or something that makes, like that. Yeah, that mm. sounds right. And so they were really trying to like put a lot in there to be like, ooh, this is for fans. And I was honestly, out of all the games, I think it's the most boring. It's you heard like, it here first. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's not enough of you playing in between the talking. Like, mm-hmm. it's like they talk, yeah. talk, 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 and then you play for like two seconds, and then it's like talk, 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 talk. Mm-hmm. And I was just mm-hmm. getting a little, mm-hmm. you know. And also yeah. the controls are terrible, because I was playing on the Wii, and it's bad, so. The controls are bad, yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, this is my first time ever, like, fully playing through Ocarina of Time, so I'm excited. It's fun nice. so far. Good. It is funny to go to that game, though, and be like, Look at this open, empty-ass field. Like, <laughs> you know, it's just, like, so empty. Because they, you know, it's, like, very hard to, like, add all the assets and stuff back in the day. Yeah. When you're so used to Breath of the Wild, that's just full of stuff, like, everywhere. Yeah. And then it's just, like, literally, like, Hyrule Field is just, like, empty, 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 empty. There's the <laughs> yeah. castle over there. But, you know, if you find a tree with a fucking rock underneath it and you hear a cow mooing, you know what to do. Yeah. You know exactly yeah, you what do. to do. <laughs> so, a quick question, Liz. When yes. you're going through Hyrule Field, do you tumble? Oh, yeah. Are you a tumbler? Oh, yeah. Okay, good. Great. It's like, hi-ya! 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 hi You're a real Zelda player, then. That's yeah. all it takes. <laughs> Fake fan. <laughs> Fake fans all the way. That's what we are. So, um, sorry, I just realized my name says Host Hate 84 <laughs> I thought that was on purpose, but I didn't want to ask. <laughs> I didn't type that. Mm-hmm. Host Hate 84 <laughs> <laughs> Host eighty four. Eighty four. Um, sorry. <laughs> it really caught me off guard. Um, so Alec, what's your like past with this game? Uh, absolutely, have never even considered playing this game because I will verify that it looks spooky as fuck, and it is not because of the, <laughs> the creepy boss. <laughs> Liz, your face frozen on a very weird. It was hilarious. Um. <laughs> It does look really creepy. I saw pictures of the moon. I was like, hell no, that's not happening to me. <laughs> um, and like, also, I never beat Ocarina of Time when I was that age. And so I was like, I if I can't beat this game, I'm not going to be able to beat the sequel game. Like, come on. Yeah, just creepy. Just creepy. creepy. Just creepy. That's all. Nice. Yeah. Well, <laughs> creepy. Just creepy. In typical fashion, um, the creepy is what like, brought me to this game. <laughs> yeah. I like it. I loved uh ocarina of time so much as a kid and i love playing it i didn't beat it as a kid because i'm bad at games but my brothers did so also I you were like happened. eight years old like come on i'm eight years old uh, <laughs> <laughs> um but then this one was kind of a similar story where i loved watching it but i could not figure out the mechanic because uh, we'll get more into it but it has this like almost Groundhog Day style time repeating thing that's going on. And so if you can't do specific events the first time around, then you just have to like start the day over, which if you do that the first time, you just restart the game. Um, And so I had to keep on restarting the game because I just could not understand the first puzzle essentially. Um, But I like, I loved how it looked. I loved the graphics. I loved like the really creepy cutscenes that were in it and like the weird imagery that was in this game so much that I just loved to sit and watch and like the villain of Majora being like the skull kid with the mask on and just like kind of shaking in the in the sky. I love that. Wait, so this is oh. this game doesn't have anything to do with Ganon or does it? No. Oh. I knew that yeah. Ganon wasn't like the big bad, but I didn't know if like he was Mm-mm. like controlling this thing okay nope nope which we'll get into more but yeah it's it's a weird separate game kind of like how um link's awakening is like all a dream that has nothing to do with a link to the past besides the fact that it's the same character this is the same thing um but more morbid and sad you know like a whole <laughs> like dream all world of that's Casey's fake. childhood fan- <laughs> fantasies no <laughs> memories i mean i'm sure the fantasies were sad too <laughs> yes <laughs> Um, all right, so like a little bit of background. Right. So <laughs> um, Ocarina of Time was obviously wildly successful. We talked about that last show. Um, so they wanted to make some sort of follow-up and they had a couple different ideas. Um, I wish I could remember what the first one's called, um, but it ended up being essentially like an expansion to the game where yeah, uh, I... it has like 
extra dungeons it was like and, and master quest. characters. Master class, yeah. I watched the fucking video. I did the homework. Goddamn. Jeez. Um, but the Japanese version had a different name. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, but yeah, when it got released in the US, it was called Master Quest. And then the other one was a completely separate game that had like a different title for a long time. Um, because when the studio started making it, they're like, we don't want to just recreate Ocarina of Time. We don't want to just do an expansion. And so then the higher up people were like, okay, well, you have a year to make something different. <laughs> and that's it. Um, they're like, oh, okay. <laughs> so I think one of the coolest things about this game is that because of that time restriction, they were very clever in how they executed it. Because in other studios, they'll be like, okay, now you have to do like crazy amount of overtime and like kill yourself getting it ready and still have like everything perfectly polished and done. And instead for this one, they're like, well, how can we make this reasonable, understandable, do a good story, do something interesting, but also use this um, Ocarina of Time engine that we created essentially to play the game on that they were like, you know, was super successful and everyone loved. Um, so what they ended up doing is taking a whole bunch of assets, which in video game, it's like the character design, like the landscape, some of like the dungeon stuff that was done and just reuse them and recycle them in different ways. And I think one of the things I love about this game so much is that it literally is like, here's an Ocarina of Time character. It's not them at all. It looks just like them, but they have like maybe a different name or maybe the same name, but a completely different personality or like utilized in a different way. Um, like there's two villains from a dungeon that in in Ocarina of Time and in this version they're like they sell potions <laughs> they're just there to like sell stuff hey when you've been um, defeated by Link you just gotta move on you gotta know when yeah. to throw down the sword and just move on uh, and I think I saw somewhere that originally Ganon was gonna be one of the townspeople that you ran into and it was gonna be like a weird encounter but he was gonna be like the mailman or some shit like that <laughs> like he's just there my name's which... Henry what are you talking about <laughs> Quit challenging Which, me to a duel, kid. <laughs> I love, and I think it's so funny and so fun. Um, and then, like, what they did with some of the lands is they, like, inverted it, or they put, like, a different texture so it looked different slightly on it. Um, but they wanted to come up with, like, a fun new game mechanic. And so this game centers around, like, these different masks that you can put on that give you different abilities and different powers. Hence, Majora's Mask. Um what? Yes, <laughs> yes, which we'll talk about a little bit more about like the breakdown of those powers and whatnot. Um, but to keep everything also compact, their idea was that everything in this game was going to take place over three days. So essentially what that meant is that you would play the three days and at the end of the three days you could play like a song of time. So you'd go back to day one, but all of the characters have a set thing that they do. So if you go at like one o'clock on day two, you'll see the mailman walking across the street the exact same way every single time unless you do something to interrupt it. And by doing that, it actually saved a lot of space in the video game and a lot of the files and also the creation time. So the asset was still the same. It moved the same. And you got this like fun, really fulfilling story and adventure, but it actually took a lot less effort and time and memory in the game cartridge. So it's just like... Interesting. It's so smart. So one of the coolest mechanics of this was actually them problem solving how to just finish everything in a year. Mm -hmm. Um and it's what makes it, like, such if an iconic game. they could game. do that with Breath of the Wild, too. Yeah. <laughs> I am it's gonna happy be worth to wait. wait. It's, it's gonna be. It looks I so good. I know it is. Um, also, what I love about the time loop is that it was inspired by the movie Run, Lola, Run. And oh, I loved that movie as a so kid. That's so funny. Yeah. You loved that movie as a kid? <laughs> I did. Okay, is that surprising? God damn. No, it's not surprising. <laughs> I watched it a lot. I thought it was really interesting. Um, <laughs> what was your childhood? <laughs> Sad. <laughs> I mean, we all know that. Yeah. Um, My mom's going to have to be like, Liz, I'm just really worried about Casey again. <laughs> <laughs> again. <laughs> <laughs> So then this week, my many good things shouldn't be my antidepressants. <laughs> <laughs> no, it should be. That way people know you're okay. <laughs> Just so everyone knows, I'm great. Um, so Majora's Mask was released in 2000 to critical acclaim. It was the number four uh, best-selling game of 2000 in the U.S. Uh, just like rave reviews around. People love it. People still love it and talk about it. It cracks a lot of like top gaming lists still. A lot of them are like top 200, but like still games of all time cracking the top 200 is pretty wild. There's a lot of games out there. 
Um, and that's some of like the little backstories, some funness. Um, <laughs> and now the synopsis of the game. <laughs> is it going to be as my synopsis from last time? No, because I'm actually going to talk about it. <laughs> Damn. But I'll try and be a little brief. I just feel like this is not a traditional Zelda game in the slightest. So I feel like there needs to be a little bit more context. Sure. But also we talked about the splitting timelines last time in Zelda. And I love that idea and how it works. And this game was the first one to really like cement the idea that things were a little different. Because as we talked, there's like three separate timelines that come from Ocarina of Time. And one of them involves Link going back as a kid, Ganon being arrested, and then Link living out the rest of his life with like no one knowing that he did this stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's where this story starts. And his little fairy friend Navi has gone missing. And so Link is trying to find Navi in the forest. And then runs into a skull kid who steals Epona. <laughs> and then Link tries to chase <laughs> Why after him. Why is that funny? Because <laughs> he just steals this little pony. Like, Epona's why so is gr- cute in this. Why is Grand Theft Horse, like, so funny to you? <laughs> uh, because it is. He steals <laughs> the horse. <laughs> um... And so he goes on this weird path and he finds himself in this weird town called Termina, which he's never seen before. And it's essentially... Oh, like Termina's maybe... just a town. Yeah, it's like... I thought it was like a whole... City? Like, the area? I thought it was like a con- like a whole country or world. It's Cunt. it's kind of nebulous. <laughs> Thank you, Liz. <laughs> Thank you, Liz. Uh, to me, it's kind of nebulous what it is because it's almost like an alternate dimension. Alternate? Or it's just... Alternate? Or it's just like outside of Hyrule, or mm, it literally okay. is. There's also a theory that at the beginning of this game, when Link is chasing the Skull Kid, he falls down this huge pit, and it's almost like an Alice in Wonderland thing where he like then finds himself in Termina. A lot it's of people Link. speculate. It's just Link oh. in the um, the Gwen Stefani music video. Na 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 na. Which no, one? <laughs> no, the. Uh... If I was a rich. <laughs> No, that's the one on the boat. The sky. Come on, with Eve. No, that's not that one. It's the take a chance, you stupid hoe. Uh, the one that's like tick tock tick. It's the one that has the Alice in Wonderland music video. I we uh, haven't seen that. Wh- how <laughs> was it sad? No, it was a then fucking bop it? though. It was gay as hell though. Come on. Oh, I'm not into that gay shit. <laughs> Keep talking. <laughs> Um, but one of the theories is that when Link fell, he actually died. And so this is actually him processing like his death, you know, in the afterlife and whatnot. And that's what Termina actually is. Because mm. I don't, I can't remember if at the end we actually see Link leave Termina or if it just like he saves the day. I don't remember. It's all good. I researched, I promise. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, <laughs> so the Skull Kid you find out is taken over by this creature called Majora. Majora's mask. He's wearing it. That's the villain. It's fine. Um, and then there's this giant moon with a face on it that's coming down onto Termina and within three days it's gonna just like smash into it and destroy everything. Um, which is interesting because as you play the game too all of the villagers are like, huh the moon's a little close, isn't it? On day one. And the day two it's like, that's really close, isn't it? And the day three they're like we've all set in our ways that we're gonna die today and that's fine. <laughs> You're like, whoa, okay. What a jump. Um, it's like climate change. <laughs> right? Mm. So you find out the way through the mask salesman because he tells you all the stuff because he's this weird, creepy character. Also another creepy motherfucker. God. I love him. He's so great. Bop, 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 you bop. would. Uh, <laughs> you wanted to be he... him when you were a kid. Well, he's an yeah. operator of time. Yeah. Mm. And not as creepy there. <laughs> I mean, he's still creepy, though. He's still yeah. like... Um, but he lets you know that there are four guardians... In Termina that have been lost. And if you can find their masks and save them, then you can actually stop the world from ending. But you also have to defeat Majora. So that's the main conceit of the game is just you're trying to like save these guardians. Um, but it also deals a lot with death. So, <laughs> so brought up before was that there's a fun mechanic with these masks. And in the previous episode, we talked about like the different races in Hyrule that you have um, the Gorons, the rock people, you have the fish people. Why can't I think of the what Zoras? they're called? Zora. Zora. Zoras. God. The sexy I, ones. Yeah. And then we also <laughs> have like, the sexy, the sexy ones. Duh. Um, and then we also have like a Deku spirit. 
you put on a mask, Deku. Deku, who you? I thought Deku. it was Deku too, but you know what? This is Casey's episode. I'm gonna let Deku. Um, Deku. I'm so strongly from Missouri. That is Missouri. the Deku. Deku, Donkey Kong. You can also say Deku, I guess. It just sounds weird when I say it. Deku, Deku. Yeah, it sounds like a hate crime when you say it. Right? A Deku ate my baby. <laughs> Um, but you put on the mask as Link of one of these other characters and you turn into that race and they all have their own different abilities, um, which is fun. The Goron, you can like roll and then turn into this big spiky ball. You can like swim as the Zora and then you can float around as the Deku on little flowers, which is cute. Um, I also didn't know until I was watching the video you sent that you can shoot out your little arm things as the Zora. Oh yeah. That's You're like, cool. Ooh, my little fins. It's like Xena blades, just like throwing yeah. them around, catching them again. <laughs> Yep. That's not what I thought when I played. <laughs> Little gay me. Yes. <laughs> um, let's see. Yeah, but that's I just wanted to double check. That is like the main game. And it's weird because there's like hundreds and hundreds of like little side stories and little things that you can do. There's so much to it. But they're all very individual, but that's the overall game. Yeah, Blair said this gave an entire generation anxiety. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is the same generation that, like, we grew up with the fucking, like, game perfection, where if yeah. you didn't do it right, it explodes in your face. Yeah. Truly. Yeah. Well, this one, it's like, you have three days to finish this, and if you don't, then you die and everything happens. Yeah, but and then, then everyone also, else dies. But then yeah. also, no matter what you do, you can help people, but it, like, reverses the help like yeah. on other days so then it's like people are mm -hmm. still sad even though you help them so yeah then it's like <laughs> that's the thing like so nothing matters <laughs> just so the listeners know like it's not three days in real time they're like sped up and shortened so it's like an hour to a day or two hours to a day something along the lines so it doesn't take that long to cycle through the three days but whatever you do at the end of the third day or however far you get when you reset back to day one Technically, anything you did is completely gone. Like, you'll keep the specialty items you did. If you saved a guardian, that stays saved. But, like, the first temple you go to is <laughs> you're chasing after this, like, monkey spirit. And then you find out that the, the Deku people have lost their princess and they think the monkey killed it. So then they have the monkey captive and they're going to boil it alive unless oh if you God. can find the princess... So at the end of that, like, arc, you save the mask, you save the princess, everyone comes back and everything's save fine and happy. Save the cheerleader, save the world. Yeah. But then you, like, play the song and you cycle back to day one. And so as you're playing, you know that this monkey is going to be tortured and killed by the end of the third day. And you can't stop that from happening unless Actually, you just keep Actually, at the end of that. the third day in the game, in the distance, you can hear the monkey screaming for its life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's really dark. Yeah, we told you and all. And it's dark. It's so dark. Yeah. <laughs> um... And I loved it. I also yeah. loved so the mask transformations when you put on. Like they're scary. <laughs> they're mm -hmm. so it's like, cool. <laughs> it's like in, it's like in Jim Carrey the mask when he like puts no. it on. It's like <laughs> yeah, yeah. <I'm> like <laughs> it sucks onto his face. <laughs> I think the thing about this game what? is like going back to your what you were talking about with the time changing. Like how we talked about in the Ocarina of Time episode where like you have to think about how your actions affect other people and how there's some things you just can't change like this takes like that level of i don't know sadness and sorrow and just like ramps it up to a whole different level because oh, yeah. it's like well you have to relive it over and over and over and then you actually get to see <laughs> these people that you can't do anything like you might have to save them in like the fourth playthrough of these days but like that's not the playthrough that actually saves the world so when you know at yeah. the end of the day like or the end of the third day you're you know they're still miserable and sad and or dying and or whatever i forget if the video i sent you if you had this but there's literally one storyline where it's like two people that are in love and they're supposed yeah. to get married and then the man gets turned into a child by Majora and so he's trying to hide from this woman because he doesn't want her to know that he's now a kid again and they can't get married and can't be in love and by the end the very end of the third day for how this thing is you're able to like work out and get the resolution through that playthrough 
And then you play the song after you've like mended their relationship and they realize they're going to die together and that's what they want because the world's ending. It's so sad. You go back to day one and then you see this little kid walking around again, super depressed because of everything that happened as if you've just did nothing. Um, and that's how this game works. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a fun one. Um, everyone's happy. <laughs> everyone's having a good time. Just such a great time um so when you put on the mask though yeah the like eyes of the mask go black and they like have these veins that shoot out from it all across the mask too and link literally like screams out and it looks painful it looks painful and the reason why it looks painful because i mean it was deliberate is that he's taking on all the memories and thoughts of the mask because you actually find out all the people that died in the game that actually their spirits became these masks. God. Right? I was like, it's just always worse. So at the Why very is beginning such a bummer, dude. <laughs> it's a bummer episode. It's, it's a my episode. episode. <laughs> I haven't had one since December, so everyone's gonna be sad. <laughs> um <laughs> so like you find out the Deku spirit is the only one that you didn't get like a full story on, but you meet the father of the person who the Deku spirit like was the son of and at the beginning of the game you see this little tree stump that looks like a face and you find out that's the kid who died essentially um for the zora there's a guy that is a part of this band and he gets washed up on the shore and he plays a final song for you about how his girlfriend's eggs were stolen by these pirates and you have to go and save the eggs and then he dies and then you turn him into a mask and then the Goron is like, like oh, wait, 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 wait. how are we yeah. turning people into masks? Are you like skinning them, like ripping their faces <laughs> off? Yeah, he literally just like skins like them alive face, and he's like, like what is going on? Ah, yes, sew it up, baby. Um, no, you play a song because <laughs> this is still a game. <laughs> and the song rips their faces off. Got it. Okay. Uh huh. It song just turns them into a mask. There's no face rip. Face rip. <laughs> face rip. There's a, actually uh, a game that came out recently called Martha is Dead. And uh, it's like a horror game. Um, and it's just, it's, I don't know. I started playing it. It's honestly not that exciting. But I started playing <laughs> it because I, I, I heard all these things like, oh, they censored it for the PlayStation because it's so disturbing. And I was like, get me on that shit. So I like get, get this game. And part the thing that was so disturbing is that you actually like in this weird dream or whatever. Because you're playing like someone that has a twin sister who died. And the, then you accidentally, like, kind of let your parents think that you're your sister. And, like, so then they think that you're dead because they liked your sister better anyways. Whatever. It's this weird thing. So it's Dear Evan Hansen with twins. But, I guess. <laughs> no. <laughs> and, <laughs> no. But so, it is like that one horror movie where the um, the boy, you think that the brother died, but it was actually the sister. And yeah. then the brother had to pose as the sister. Sleepaway camp. Yep. Yes, I got one. God, <laughs> terrible <laughs> moments for like trans people in movies. Yeah, that God. is a bad, bad, yeah. It's transphobic. Um, <laughs> but there's this literal part of the game where you have to rip like your sister's face off and you're like using this piece of sharp object where, and like it's part of the controller and that's what they took out of the PlayStation thing is that it's like a cut scene instead of like you as the player actually ripping the face off. <laughs> What Anyways, a great mini game! Oh, <laughs> you don't get to do it. That's no. Sad. The controls are just so off. intuitive. I just felt like I was Next really week. cutting her face off. <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer, the video game. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's a sad <laughs> <Yeah>. game. <laughs> um, there's <laughs> there are a lot of fun quests and a lot of like fun side characters and things. I can't think of any. Um, <laughs> no, but it's. I just thought it was, like, a really smart, like, well-done and beautiful game about life and about death and about kind of like last time that we talked about. Like, you have only so much you can do with your time and actually figuring out the best way to do it and the best way to, like, utilize that time. Um, and knowing that, like, you can't do everything in your life. And I was just like, ah, oh, little baby Casey was like, that's so sweet. <laughs> that's so sad and great. <laughs> Um, but I, I have a question for you too, now that I've oh, yammered God. on for so long. Yes. What the hell has been is drowned and what is this about and what's going on? Oh boy. Cracks <laughs> knuckles. <laughs> Here we go. 
Uh, okay, so this was, <laughs> don't want to cut you off, Liz, but this is like mostly everything I know about Majora's Mask is from Ben Drowned, which if you don't know, <laughs> Helen, Ben Drowned is a creepypasta. <laughs> a creepypasta is just like an internet urban legend, if you will. It comes from the term copypasta, which is like when you copied yes. and pasted a like email a bunch of times. And so you copy, paste, mm. copy, paste. And mm. then they made it creepy pasta because these are specifically scary stories, like right. scary things that you'd like copy and paste and like send to people. So like, I didn't know that's where that came from. Yeah, uh, you learn fun? something the new every day. Know. The more you know. Yeah, I was thinking. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but so like the my understanding. Liz, correct me if I'm wrong. My understanding is this guy back in the day f- buys like a, a cartridge of Majora's Mask from like a garage sale or something. Yeah. And when he gets at home, there's like a game file loaded um, on there and it just says Ben. And it's like almost complete, I think. It's like almost mm-hmm. completely finished. And as he's, he chooses to play it and the more he plays it, like... He doesn't more... play it. I thought he did play it. He makes his own file um, and he names his Explain. file Link. And then he starts to play through his version of the game. And he notices that like, you know, some of the textures are a little weird and like... Things are a little off, but he's like, whatever. Like, because when he bought the game, the cartridge itself doesn't have the, like, label on it. It just was written on, like, with Sharpie. It said Majora on it. So, like, it was like this, like, he was like, oh, I don't know if this is just a, like, like, pirated copy or what. So, but he makes his own file, names his character Link. But then while he's playing the game, he notices sometimes the, like, uh, NPCs accidentally call him Ben instead of Link. Even though his character's name was Link. So, anyways, continue. That's kind of like where... That's where that, like, crossover happens. Where the bin file is kind of, like, almost corrupting his file. Mm -hmm. Because, like, something... And he's kind of just like, oh, it's just weird because the game is, like, probably, like, not a real version of the game or something weird happened. So, like, that's why it's, like, for some reason, like, this the NPCs are calling me bin. Mm -hmm. And, like... The I I I have never been able to figure out if I actually think the game is creepy based on what the game actually is, or if <laughs> because I know what Ben Drowned is. Well, to be fair, the statue is actually is creepy, creepy as fuck. That's yes. the thing is like <laughs> some of the things I never realized that some of the things in the Ben Drowned videos are just parts of Majora's Mask. And yeah. I was like, oh, I thought it was like ramped up because like it's like someone made this video. Like it is not like a real cursed fucking n64 cartridge it was actually i think that that guy is very talented because i think this is oh a it looks great story. Yeah. yeah and like the the because there's there's like a story like a write-up story but then there's this like long video segments to like go mm-hmm. along with it and him just like playing different parts of the game um one of the creepy ones is like where it loads up he starts the game and like link is just like bent 90 degrees at the waist and you're just like <laughs> running around like bent like that and like it sounds stupid but like it's really unsettling to see it in the game because like mm-hmm. you like try to crouch and like he just kind of like goes into the ground i think it's but... also the combination of that with the music because like the thing is is that with the like so he keeps playing this like his file of the game and then and the text is like fucked up too like when you talk to people like it's like it's yeah. like there's weird spaces in it and you can't really tell what they're saying. Yeah, 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 he he gets frustrated that they keep calling him Ben. So he actually goes back and he deletes the Ben file, which is what ends <gasps> <No>. up... Which, <laughs> that's what ends up like making the really creepy shit start happening. So like he deletes the Ben file because he's like, mm-hmm. uh, maybe if I just delete the file, it'll go away. But then it's like when he started works. playing again, like it was just like when people NPCs would talk to him, it was just blank. Like it was just like no name. Like it would say nothing. And so he was like really creeped out by it. He's like, Oh my God, now it's saying nothing. This is weird. But then like, um, he tried to do this like glitch in the game that I guess is like something that people know where like on the third day you can go to the, I think clock tower or something where there's a telescope that you can look Uh in and like, you can, if you wait until exactly when the clock hits zero, zero or something, like, you could look in the telescope and then it, like, cancels your time out. So there's, like, no time. It's, like, this glitch that people do in the game. And so then basically it makes it so that, like, your day never ends kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. I don't really understand. So he That's went how you to save go... everyone. <laughs> yeah, I guess. 
<laughs> so, like, he does that, and then when he did that, it, like, when he looks out of the telescope, it actually took him to, like, the Majora's Mask, like, in the boss, like, arena. Mm, and he was like, why the hell am I here? And then, like, Skull Kid is just, like, hovering in the corner, like, laughing for some reason. And then there's that double Link statue that's there. And, like, Skull Kid is, like, looking, all of a sudden looking, like, at him, like, through the TV almost. Like, it's not, like, looking at Link, the character. It's, like, looking through the TV. And it's, like, I don't know. Then, like, weird shit happens. The statue won't stop following him. And, like, it, like, follows. Like, he tries to quit the game. And, like, it's not working. And, like, every time he starts the game up again, the, like, Link statue keeps following him Mm -hmm. everywhere. Yeah, there's, like, one where you run out into, like, the field and you see the mask seller and Epona and the Link statue is just, like, in a little, like, trio, like, out in the corner of the field for no reason. And they're just, like, standing there. And oh, that's the one where he, like, spontaneously combusts and he just catches on fire. (laughs) (laughs) He's just standing there and, like, the guy's like, you met with a terrible fate, haven't you? And then, like, he just, like, catches on fire and dies for no reason. Wild. Um, and then well, there's and like then the Zora he... one where you're like swimming around underwater and you find like the Link statue underwater. Yes. And that then you one just you drown scary. for no reason. Yeah. Wild. And that's, Spooky and he stuff. tries to drown himself. That's like part of what he does. Cause he's like, maybe if I drown my character, it'll like restart the game enough that like it, this will stop or whatever. And so then he tries to do that. What, what, how do you find out the bin drowned part though? I don't remember. Because remember I think when end? you. I think when you reload the game at one point, the bin file is there, and underneath it, the file says drowned. Yes. It's like bin drowned, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the bin file does reappear, which is very oh. creepy. So, yeah, I'm like on the edge of my seat, honestly. That's, that's Liz <laughs> so, and I's I was like, poor, oh, so interesting. <laughs> poor, poor explanation of bin drowned. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's one of those things where, honestly, I think the story itself is a little bit too long, mm. but for some reason like technology horror is like the scariest shit to me like anything where like a computer game or something can like get me like i just think it's so <laughs> fucking scary like like the net starring sandra bullock yeah no, sorry. ghost i fucking love that movie so good. well like that episode of are you afraid of the dark i made you guys watch mm-hmm. even though it sucks mm-hmm. i don't know why it's the just sexy teacher the me. yeah so sexy t-shirt yeah, yeah. um <laughs> Uh, I will say, so you bring up the statues. So one of the songs you learn actually makes like a copy of yourself so that you can like mm-hmm. move it around or push it down and move it around or push it down. And what's interesting is that so when you have like the mask on of the other races or other people, like the person who passed away, it's a statue of them that you like set around. But when you're just as Link and you play the song, it's a creepy version of himself. With like yeah. these dead eyes that are staring at, and it's like a Link's warped smile. perspective. Yeah. yeah, and it's one of the reasons why there's a fan theory that Link died at the beginning of the stage, so that's like it's not his soul because all the souls are being like used to like create these statues and do the stuff, but Link is actually dead already, and that's mm-hmm. why his is like a warped perception of what's going on. <clears throat> so there's Creepy. also a theory that you have to play through the five stages of like grief during this game, which I think is interesting as well. Yeah, which speaking of grief, um, I think that's all I have to say about (laughs) Majora's Mask. (laughs) I like it's weird to talk about in like retrospect because as a kid, I just watched this game a lot. Um, I like to watch all the cutscenes and everything, but I never fully played it. So it's I can't really talk about that experience so much, just that I love the story and I love the visuals of it. It's just a fun, creepy, good time, and not to mention a great follow up to a really successful game which is really hard to do and they just mm-hmm. it's like so imaginative and so creative a way to like make all of this stuff work and come together mm-hmm. well like you were saying i think it's fascinating that they were able to utilize so many of the assets from ocarina of time but not just have it be like a copy and paste or like it's a mirror image of ocarina of time you know it's like yeah. a completely new story and new world even mm-hmm. yeah because even the same characters you meet like they don't feel like a weird warped version of the one from Ocarina of Time. They feel like new fleshed out characters. Like yeah. it's just, it's, it's good story building. It's good world building. It's um, that, I mean, one thing to say to relate it to like today's world is that that's what <laughs> I feel like I've been, today. 
<laughs> well, because I, basically the more I hear about Breath of the Wild 2, people theorize a lot that this is going to be kind of like the Majora's Mask to the Ocarina of Time, where, like, this game is going to be a lot darker, a lot creepier, like, just, mm-hmm. like, I mean, the way that they, like, have put in the trailers of, like, you're in this cave and all this shit. I mean, obviously you're also in the sky, but, like, um, I just think that they recognize that this, like, pairing worked really well for them the first time yeah. so maybe they're gonna kind of try to somewhat emulate that like vibe that this game was caught a so. vibe yeah i think that'd be smart yeah i i would love it i love a creepier story and the trailer looks creepy and also oh, yeah. like the broken master sword there's a lot of like ooh, what's and his arm on? is all like scary scary what? and weird you should watch the trailer it's very good but yeah, that's Majora's Mask. Why am I like this? Because I've said before, that's great. So. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to ask because you already explained it. But I already said it. It's great. So speaking of myself and things that I love, I just really want to take this moment in time to say, before we wrap up the podcast, I'd like to let you know that you can find us on Instagram at Why Am I Like This Podcast or Facebook on our generational Why Am I Like This fan page. And if you'd like to reach out to us, we also have an email, which is whyamilikethis.gmail.com. And don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, tell us what your favorite, you know, stage of grief told through a video game is because it's yes. very important to our podcast. Um, and say, like, if we were to um, take the flesh from your face and make a mask, mm-hmm, what mm-hmm, power mm-hmm. would we get from it? Yeah. Do you moisturize daily is really important because we need it to come me. off as one piece. Me. Yeah. One piece. Uh, would you fuck me? I'd fuck me. <laughs> Silence of the Lambs. Anyone? <laughs> no, never heard of it. Never seen it. Don't know what you're talking about. You're just gross. <laughs> I mean, I am. Many good things. Many good I things. I want to go first. I want to go first. Okay, Liz go, is going Liz, first. Go. Um, because, I don't know, maybe Alec might think this is his many good thing, too. I don't oh, know. Oh, I know what it's going to be. It's not. I purposefully... <laughs> nice. I purposefully didn't pick this one because I knew you'd have it. My many good thing is everything, everywhere, all at once. And that's actually a movie title. It doesn't mean just, like, literally everything, everywhere, all at once. It's a movie. <laughs> And is it a movie? <laughs> yes, and it's so good. It is really, really fucking it's good. Really good. And I feel like um, the thing is that I want everyone to see this movie, and I want them to see it at a movie theater if they can because it's so fun. Yeah, and... see it at a movie theater, even if it gives you COVID, like it probably did me. It was worth it. Uh, okay, you know... <laughs> that's um, Alex. Many good things. <laughs> There's like some safe ways to go to the movies, kind of. Right? Wear a condom, um, yeah. But shut up. <laughs> uh, yeah, this movie was really, really good. Um, I think it's really just a brilliant, like it's just a brilliant movie. Like it's definitely now gonna be in my top ten, I think, of all time movies. Mm-hmm. Um, it deals with like real issues, but it's in this so like ridiculous way but it's done so like intelligently like i just feel like everything is so thought out and the visuals are so freaking dope and um michelle yo is amazing um so she's amazing i don't know the actress that played her daughter but she was great in it Mm -hmm. um and uh kehe kwan who Mm. hasn't been in a movie for like 20 years was so great as the father um just like I mean, freaking Jamie Lee Curtis was hilarious yeah. in this movie. Everybody was so good in this movie. Jenny Slate was in this movie for five seconds, and it was hilarious. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's such a great movie. And to me, it's such a movie movie. Like, it's something that's just, like, really using visual storytelling to the max. And I just really love that about it. And it's such a fun, like, I was glad I got to see it in theater with, like, a bunch of people because it was, like, a really fun experience, so... Yeah, it was really um, fun yeah. to hear people laugh at, like, the funny parts. that, And it wasn't just me, you know, giggling. Yeah. <laughs> it was really, really good. And it destroyed me. I felt I was too emotional when I left. I know. It's <laughs> such a good movie. Yeah. Casey, you'll love it. You'll cry. Maybe. No, you won't. Do you want, to send us, do you want, to, want you to send us Are a selfie of you crying afterwards? Okay. I want to see how much of a little bitch you look like. <laughs> mm. I can't remember. Casey, are you a crier at, like, movies and stuff? Only for the town. <laughs> Only for a little princess. 
<laughs> Only for a little prince. The little princess does make you cry. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about that. Okay. Uh, um, that and the family stone. That's what gets me. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The 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 titty. Yeah, the, yeah. Or lack the thereof. Um, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I'm gonna I, go next. I. That's the part where I cried. I was even confused by what you were saying. <laughs> <laughs> but, but like the yeah the reveal. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I gotcha, I gotcha, um, gotcha, gotcha. I'm going next. I have two things because I'm still working on some backlog of things uh, because. Things just keep happening that, you know, aren't super terrible. Um, my first one is uh, Isaiah and I recently started watching an HBO Max series called Minx. I really like it. It's pretty funny. Uh, it's a comedy series about a woman in the 70s starting a, like, a feminist magazine. And the only way she can get it published is uh, teaming up with a pornography magazine publisher. And so they make it into, like... Uh, nudeman in the magazine and like her like working together to you know make it relevant but make you know make it sellable it's very funny i like it so far i'm a couple episodes behind because i'm in quarantine um highly recommend it the performances are great there's plenty of full frontal male nudity which is always fun for the whole family uh, <laughs> yeah i highly recommend all the characters are super funny too so go I watch it you're gonna say hot <laughs> All the characters are so fucking hot. Uh, <laughs> just ripped. Um, yeah. And the other one is, as I've alluded to three times, uh, I've been in quarantine for the last four days. I'm losing my mind. But I did start and finish a game on Friday, I think it was. Um, I actually bought it a couple weeks ago on a whim from the Nintendo store because it was on sale for $1.99. And it's called Figment. It's a uh, it's like a little indie game. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the graphics are super cute. It's uh, really set to music. Like, music is really integrated into the world in a fun way. Um, the story's, like, good, but, like, a little on the nose toward the end. Um, but kind of like you're just in someone's mind and you have to go into different parts of the brain and sort of unlock memories and figure out what happened because things are, like, a little awry in this person's, uh, in this person's mind. Um, but you kind of play as this cute little curmudgeonly character who doesn't want to do things big mood um and yeah it's super cute and i enjoyed it thanks yay good for you good for me (laughs) so my mini good thing this week is turning red the pixar movie yeah have either of you seen this yeah Um, it's so good it's wonderful um turning red is about a girl that turns like 13 it's in like 2006 or 2005, which is wonderful. So it really is like just prime time whenever I can be like, yes, I was this age too. Um, and <laughs> it starts out as trying to kind of be like, I don't know, an allegory for her like growing up and getting her period. And then, but it's a strange, <laughs> I don't know how else to describe it. So essentially she starts turning into a big red panda and she can't stop it. And she's just a big red panda um, and you find out that this is actually just like a family curse and every woman in the family has to deal with it. But it's really interesting to see like how it deals with like generational trauma and also parental expectations and how those can change from generation to generation and how to like kind of disrupt that status quo by being yourself um, and finding like the beauty in your flaws. It's it's just interesting um and it's also very funny and just a great time and so wholesome and um i did not cry (laughs) but i do think it's like a very sweet emotional uh, movie it's the first asian-led pixar movie too which is pretty yes dope yeah and the characters are so great like all of them are amazing and i love every single one of them it's just a good solid movie if you just like have a chill night. This is a good thing to throw on and just enjoy. Is it also the first female directed Pixar movie or is it? I don't I, know. I don't know for sure. I mean, it's pretty cool that it's a female director um, like that did this because like uh, Pixar's had some issues with some of the men in Pixar. So, yes. Um, so well, I and also you can just tell very like... smart. <laughs> Yeah, the subject matter and what it deals with, like, everything is so great. One of my, like, yeah. this is very stupid, but one of my favorite things is at the beginning when she turns into a red panda and they think it's because she, like, 
she's like hiding in the bathroom and I think she got mm-hmm. her period. And the way that the family just like reacts to it is so sweet and so nice. <laughs> like it's overbearing, but it's just like wildly supportive and great. And I'm just so happy that like in something that's targeted for kids and kid media, it really was just like periods aren't disgusting. Periods aren't gross. They're really normal. This isn't a thing we should like mock or make fun of like a lot of other media does. It's just I like mean, course, a supportive family and great. That was then controversial, but you know. That's yes, thing. of course, but, his feet is controversial, <laughs> but I but, yeah, um, I loved it. Yeah, there was also like this white guy that like one of the first people that put a review out for like one of the big review things. And he was like, I just can't oh relate God. to this story. Like, I don't understand. I feel like this woman just made this for like her family and friends. Like, I saw da-da-da. some backlash about the article. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, are you a it's dumb so ass? Like, do you did you not have friends? Did you not like? Yeah. I'm like, Casey even related to this story, and he didn't have friends as a kid. So like, <laughs> got him. <laughs> God, Liz was ready for that one. Uh, you look so proud of yourself. That was, that was so good. That was solid. Yeah, that was. I'm no, proud was of just, you. I'm so happy. It You're getting the like Mark Twain award this stupid, year. <laughs> it was just such a stupid review because he was like. I can't oh relate God. to this story because, like, there's nothing in this. Because I've like, never got to a woman in my life. And I'm Bring like, back the anthropomorphic toys and the monsters. <laughs> yeah. I get oh those. God. They're men. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my God. Well, yeah. on that wonderful note <laughs> and that fun zinger that I love so much, <laughs> Zing, um, that's our episode. Em. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. tune in next time. Guys, yes. no more N64 next, next time. time. Yeah, yeah, we're out of the N64. Finally. Um, we are going to still talk a little bit about games, though. Um, and we're going to talk okay. about Page Master. And specifically the movie, but I also am going to talk about the Page Master computer game. Because Ooh. I was obsessed with the Page Master computer game. So I do want to, like, I, I don't want to do a whole episode on just the computer game. So we're going to do a little combo. I'm just going to talk a little bit about the computer game, but also... Of course, the movie. So, Page I mean, it's going to be an entire episode devoted to Whoopi Goldberg, right? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> We're also going to talk about Ghost then. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everyone. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.